This is Be Bold Repeat, a podcast for female entrepreneurs who want a behind the scenes look at what it takes to build the business of your dreams using marketing and mindset strategies. We seek to inspire you to take action, whether it's clean or messy. So put down those self-help books and listen in for 20 minutes of juicy tips that you can implement into your business right away. I'm Katie Burton, founder of Simply Social. Our goal is to handle your digital marketing so you and your team can focus on your zone of genius, relieving stress, and adding back time into your day. And I'm Ashley Cruz, founder of Embracing the Uncertain. I am a new business mentor and the queen corporate dropout. I have a passion for busting women out of corporate America. I help my clients figure out how to match their corporate salaries. We're talking 10K months using their skill sets in the entrepreneurial world. We are so excited to have your ears for the next 20 minutes. If you like what you hear today, please feel free to jump on over to beboldrepeat.com. Subscribe to our newsletter to keep up to date with all the newest episodes. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Be Bold Repeat episode number 10 today. So Ashley and I are going to build on the last two episodes that we've talked about You've heard us share our ideas on getting your business idea solid, making sure you have that good foundation to build on. And then we talked about how to hold yourself accountable as the CEO to get your business um, really built on those two things. So if you haven't listened to the past two episodes, make sure you go back and give those a listen because today we're really going to build on that. Make sure we're getting you off the ground and sharing with you the fastest way to sign your first client. So Ashley, tell me if you agree, but I feel like a lot of people, when they think about getting their first client, I know I believed I was going to go out, talk to a company I'd never talked to, an executive I had never talked to, a client that I had never met. I was going to share all my ideas on social media and it was going to be a business built on new networking opportunities. Totally. I mean, I think that's what everybody sort of thinks in the very initial phases, because I don't know, we just assume that that's how you run a business. That's that's like what everybody thinks is the key to success. And we're going to blow your minds today, people, because that is not actually where you should be spending your time. Now, that's not to say that that's not a valuable part of your long-term strategy and where you should be spending your time and carving out time in the future. But simply put, that's just not the best use of your time right out of the gate once you started your business. And the reason for that is because it takes a lot of time. Um, you know, a month, two months, depending on the type of service that you sell, it could take a lot longer if you start talking to people who have never, ever heard of you, don't have a relationship with you or anything along those lines. And so today we're going to talk to you a little bit about what you should be focusing on in the space that we found pretty quick success. I would say that as soon as I did the things we talked about today, I had my first client within, I would say like two or three weeks. A hundred percent. Yep. And so the fastest way for you to sign your first client is to focus on the network that you already have. Focus on the people who already know, like, and trust you. 
And I remember when um, Ashley was coaching me on this in the very beginning of my business, she said something to me like, well, why are we making this harder on you? Instead of going to build all these new relationships and convincing these people that they need you in our in your life, why aren't we just going to warm contacts, people that already know you, people that already trust you, that you've worked with in the past? And it's almost like this light bulb went off. It was like, yeah, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I making this harder? Why am I going to try and convince people that I can do this well when I can reach out to people that I've already done this with before? And that one barrier and the question of, is this someone I can trust? It's already answered and it makes their hiring decisions so much easier. Yeah, and I think there's a misconception and this isn't always true, but I think there's a misconception that you, the people that you know won't hire you. Like I've heard that from so many people before of like, well, they see me in this light. They don't know me for this or blah, 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 blah. But I just want to say that that's actually not true. And just like Katie was saying, you have an existing relationship. People probably already know you for what you're doing. So in Katie's situation, she had already had a career that was based around social media and digital marketing. And so when people were reaching out or when she was reaching out to people, it wasn't a shock of like, oh, Katie does social media? Had no idea. No, they already knew. And so there was already that immediate trust factor, even if they weren't ready to hire her, they might say, oh, you know what, Katie? thank you so much for reaching out to me because I just had somebody talk to me about this the other day. I think you'd be a good fit for them, even though I'm not, um, you know, hiring myself. And in that regard as well, people know Katie for who she is. So they do feel a little bit more open to even referring business to her um, in a way that feels and supports her, even if they can't hire her in that moment. Yeah. I love that call out. And I mean, this isn't much different than what I've experienced in the corporate world, at least. If you can have, if you're hiring for a position and someone you know or trust says, oh, you should talk to this person, they'd be great for your team. Or you have maybe worked with someone in the past, someone in the past who you really enjoyed working with and they're now looking for a new role, you may wanna try and bring them onto your team. So it is a little bit of human nature for us just to go with people and experiences that we're comfortable with. So I think once you apply that same logic of what we were all used to in the corporate world into entrepreneurship, it completely makes sense. Yeah, and at the end of the day, this just speeds up the timeline. So like, of course, you can go out and try and get brand new contacts. So just remember, you're still gonna have to create the relationship that you already have with all these people that you're already, that you're reaching out to, like if you were to do it this way of focusing on your network. So totally your choice, but our suggestion is to focus on the relationships that you already have and put to bed any of those cute little beliefs that you can't sell to people that you know, they're going to think you're too salesy, blah, 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 blah. Your people and your network want to support you. People are always looking for people that they trust to support. And of course you would be no different in that regard. Yeah. And Ashley, what did this look like for you in the early stages of your business? How did you rely on and connect with the network that you already had in order to book clients? Yeah, such a good question. So when I exited corporate America, I was very vocal about that experience. I sort of made like this big to do about it. I didn't know at the time I was going to start a business, but 
I was very open about my journey and what I was like wanting to like, kind of take some time for myself and figure out my next steps. And so, you know, I kind of went through this big shift in my mindset, which is really funny because I started out being like a mindset and a career coach, but naturally I'd already sort of overcome some pretty big belief systems that I think a lot of people sort of struggle with. And so, oh my gosh, sorry about that guys. Um, and so when I decided to seek out my first client, I put out this big declaration of, I am now coaching. I am looking for 30 people to give free calls to, so that I could practice my coaching skill set. And I don't think I actually got 30 people, but I did end up getting like 20 ish somewhere in there. And I ended up converting three of those people into clients that I worked with for then months later. So those were all people that knew me from my gym. Those were people that had worked with me at my previous position. I never in a million years would have thought that that would have worked. Like, honestly, I was kind of skeptical at first, but people really looked to me as like sort of this expert in mindset and career coaching because I had just gone through a very big journey on my own. And so that's what it looked like for me. It was super scary to put myself out there, but it worked out in the long run. And that's really what got my business off the ground. I love that. And just like you said, embodying what you wanted to see, because now seeing where you are, where your business is, it's like no brainer that of course people look like to you for that. But Mm -hmm. thinking about when you wrote that post, knowing, not even knowing that you were going to start a business, that that's just like always been a part of who you are and what your passion is, is helping people leave corporate America. That's really cool. Yeah. And I could have never, like, it's not like I planned that. Mm -hmm. Just like I don't plan to go out and find people that don't know me. It just kind of happens naturally because I set myself up in ways that you know, support my long-term goals and are always aligned with my beliefs, my values, all of those things. So it never feels super hard to like talk about my story because it's my authentic story. And I'm actually, I get really excited to talk about it. So you're in a place right now where you feel like nobody's going to listen or nobody cares. I really just want to invite you into the possibility that your authentic story is enough and that it could potentially have a deeply profound impact on people that you know already people that might already see you in this light that you're trying to show them even if you're not a coach right so like as a social media and digital marketing strategist like Katie and I didn't know each other before but we immediately connected because I could see how authentic she was right and that goes so far luckily for us we clicked like immediately but that authentic story had she not had that I don't know that we would have connected the way that we did. And my story probably wouldn't have resonated with her. So again, like, yes, outsides, let's go find new clients. Great. But your authentic story means so much and it's the fastest way to get your first client. So I just want to hit that on the head again. (laughs) It's worth saying it over and over and over again. It's so true. So good. Um, was there, okay. So If you are in a place right now where you're like, I need to sign my first client, we're going to give you some homework today because I get it. It's easy to sit and spin and do nothing, 
and just pretend that you're doing all the things in your business. But the reality is in order for you to sign your first client, you're going to have to put yourself out there somehow. And so today we are going to ask you to do one of two things. Number one, you get to choose. I want you to choose your favorite social media platform, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, I don't care, whatever it is, go Facebook. I can't believe we forgot about the main one, but like go to your favorite platform and reach out to three contacts in the DMs and ask them if they're looking for support in, from your business or potentially if they say no, if they know anyone that might be interested in hiring a VA, hiring an OBM, hiring a social media strategist, a coach, whatever. Remember, you already know who you are, what you do, how you serve people, and who you're going after. So use that as a guidance when you're reaching out to the people that you're connecting with, okay? If DMs feel too scary, I get it. <laughs> We've all been there. DMs do feel scary, especially if you've been on the receiving end and it wasn't like something that you wanted. I get it. If you don't like that, my other suggestion or my, my second piece of homework for you to choose from would be to make a blanket post like I did. Make a declaration of what you're doing as a business and allow people to support you in that space. And if you feel terrified to do that, like you're nervous to do that to your public profile or whatever, I see you and I hear you in that. My recommendation is to start working on that visibility, that fear around visibility. And if you need a place to do that, I do have a free group called the Corporate Dropout Collective. It's on Facebook where you are welcome to come into the group, post your, I don't know, proclamation, declaration of your business, and just allow us to witness you in that so that you can sort of build that trust, build that confidence in yourself and in your skill set. And then at some point, go do it on your own profile with your connections, right? Sometimes it's just like, we got to feel safe in doing it. And I see you and hear you in that. And sometimes it's just go do the damn thing so that you can start making the money you want to in your business. So those are the two one of two things that you can do today to start getting your first client, literally, I cannot tell you that once you get this process down, everything will feel so much easier in your business. You'll have your first client. Once you get your first one, of course, you can replicate it. And if you still feel scared about reaching out to people, or if you're still like really struggling with this blanket post thing, I just really want to invite you into the idea of service. You are serving people. You are not selling them. You are not trying to take their money and run. You are trying to give them something that they need that is of value to them and support them. You're serving them, right? So we've got a million episodes on sales. So make sure you go back and look for the ones on sales because I'm sure there's one out there. But just remember, this is your business. You have to be able to put yourself out there in whatever way you need to. Yeah. And you never know what is going to come from these messages. Mm -hmm. I've had ones that I have sent out that I have gotten crickets. I have not heard back from the person for two months. And then all of a sudden they'll show up in your inbox and say, Hey, is that thing that you told me about still happening? Because I was talking to someone and they need it. So detach yourself from the outcome too, just because you don't get an immediate yes, doesn't mean you're not like planting those seeds and they're not just going to grow later. So go ahead and take that scary step because you really just never know what's going to come from it. Yeah, be in the place of possibility. And I love that. I love that you said planting the seeds because that's so true. 
And even if it doesn't immediately turn into something, it will eventually, you just never know, especially if you're showing up consistently with your social media strategy, content marketing, and all the other things. This is just the first step. So we hope that this felt helpful. We hope that you feel supported and served by today's episode. If you've done this, if you like go do this homework and you see that it gets you your first client or you see a win, maybe it was a no, but you feel like you overcame the fear around putting a post out or reaching out to people in the DMs, let us know. We'd love to hear it. We'd love to shout you out on the next episode. So we can't wait to talk to you guys in the next episode. Have a great rest of your week and we'll talk to you soon. Bye everybody. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for the episode today. We hope you are taking away lots of great information, great tidbits, great feedback on things that you can put into your business strategy. If you are interested in being on the Be Bold Repeat podcast as a guest interview, we would love to have you. And we are now opening up applications for guests on the Be Bold Repeat podcast in season three. If you are interested, you must be subscribed to our newsletter. That is where we will be putting out all the calls, all the applications, all the things. So head on over to beboldrepeat.com, add your name and your email list, and you'll be up to date as soon as we open up apps. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode.